Hello and welcome to another episode of the Style Stories podcast with me, your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby. I've been a personal stylist in London for the last 15 years. I've seen inside hundreds of people's wardrobes and I started this podcast to help people to wade through all the choice and really get clear on their personal style. So this week I am continuing with the listeners' questions. I just want to have a quick recap on this podcast series so far before I dive into the listeners questions this week and solve some real style dilemmas. So we're at in the season now. I've done a few episodes so far and if you haven't listened to them I suggest you go back and listen to the earlier episodes of this new season of the Style Stories podcast. What I did this time was I started with the three pillars of style. So I talk about decluttering, I talk about colour analysis and I talk about body shape but I also talk about the really important element of style which is finding your personal style and it was a bit of a process if you go right back to episode one of this new series the latest series you'll be able to find those episodes and I will guide you through decluttering your wardrobe how to do it and what you need to think about when you're doing it and the process of finding your personal style so the steps I take with my clients to help them to really narrow down the choice in the shops and work out the clothes that make their heart sing, that make them happy, but also to work out what you don't like as well, because that's just as useful. To try and get really clear on the clothes that aren't for you as well, you can then stop that compare and despair thing. Do you know what I mean? When you see someone in a really great outfit, you think, wow, she looks great in that. I wish I could wear that. You try it yourself, but something is off. Something isn't quite right. So working out what isn't for you is just as important as working out what is for you. And what is the value in all of this? Well, we're all busy. It saves so much time when shopping. You have less mistakes. You shop more efficiently. Your wardrobe flows better for you. You're able to choose outfits more easily that really feel like you. And the last sentence I said there is the most important thing outfits that really feel like you because as with everything in life the more authentic you are about what you love what you don't love the more honest you can be the more yourself you can be in every respect in life and in what you wear means that you're just going to be far more confident and far more self-accepting and just be who you should be there's only one of you and that's fantastic that's great so once you take the time to find your personal style everything should fall into place with regards to your wardrobe. So work out what is for you, but also work out what isn't for you as well. So I go into a lot more depth in earlier episodes of the Style Stories podcast. And if you haven't listened to those already, please have a listen. If you're enjoying the series, please take a second to hit the follow button, to subscribe, and also to leave me a review because it really helps me to carry on doing this podcast and to get up the charts. I love getting up the charts. I actually hit number eight in the UK charts recently, which was amazing. It was mind-blowing and I have hit the charts, the top 10 around the world as well. So I'm really glad that the information I'm sharing on here has been useful in some way. On with the main part of the show. Okay, so what I did when I started this season of the podcast, I went into my free Facebook group, which is called Style Power with Lisa Gilby. And I asked the members in there, I've got 539 members in there now. 
What are your real style dilemmas? What are you struggling with when you open the wardrobe or when you get invited to an event? Are you struggling with workwear? Are you struggling with what shoes go with what? You know, what is it that's really getting to you and making life a bit more difficult when it should be easy and joyful to get dressed? And I had loads of questions and this is the third episode in that series. So today I'm going to be answering questions from Michelle, no, sorry, not Michelle. I did Michelle in a previous episode. Melissa Centafanti. Centafanti. Now, how bad am I at pronouncing? I apologize, Melissa, all the way over there in Florida. And Julie Roadbush as well. And also Sophie Pfeiffer. So I'm going to be answering questions from those three ladies. And also Laura Taylor as well. And Laura is actually my assistant. She's my lovely, glamorous assistant. Laura Taylor is based up in Liverpool and she's asked a question as well. So four ladies I'm actually going to be covering questions from in this episode. So what we're talking about is what to wear in hot climates, what to wear on a date night, how to look smart in a hot climate when you work in a professional industry, um, date night when you're over 40, what can you wear without looking trashy but you still want to look a bit sexy as well. And Laura was asking about hybrid dressing what to wear for work when working from home, what sorts of things do you need in your wardrobe? So we're going to start with Melissa. I apologise again for that terrible pronunciation of your name, Melissa. Now, Melissa lives in a very hot climate most of the year. And in summer, the humidity is off the charts. She is in South Florida in the USA. She works as a realtor. So in the UK, we call that an estate agent. She wants to look smart all year round, when she's in this hot climate. Now, Julie Roadbush, she also piped up on that chat and said she feels the same. She lives in Atlanta, in Georgia. I know that Julie is a lawyer and she wants to be wearing smart things. She said that what she's been doing, I'm looking at my notes here, sorry, anyone watching me on YouTube, I'm looking down at my notes. She said that she's been wearing a lot of dresses and experimenting with skirts. So Melissa and Julie, how do you look smart in a professional environment when you live in a hot and humid country? I have got a few ideas for you. I think in this instance that accessories really come into the fore. So there are two main things here. So thinking about the fabrics that you're wearing. So obviously traditionally cotton and linen are really cool fabrics to wear in hot climates. Now they can look really casual. You know, cotton, not so much because you can get some really good, stiff, smart looking cottons. But linen obviously can crease. Now, that can look a bit bag lady, you know, if you're not too careful. There are higher quality linens that you can get that can look really smart. But if you accessorize with some nice gold plated or real gold or silver jewelry, then that is definitely going to elevate any outfit that you wear in a hot climate. So I think accessories are really important in summer. Something like some metallic shoes will add some lovely polish. So I've got in my mind a white cotton summer dress, just like a shirt dress, buttoned up, shirt on top, nice flowing skirt on the bottom, some gold metallic sandals and finished with some gold jewellery and a tan tote bag. That would look absolutely amazing. 
I think that would look brilliant. You could do some ballet flats with that look as well. Maybe some leopard print ballet flats or some snake print lap uh, ballet flats would look really nice. And ballet flats are having a real moment now style-wise. So that's one idea for a really good look. So a lovely cotton or linen dress finished with beautiful accessories, lovely handbag, leather handbag and some nice shoes. Now, when we post, this was posted in the group, someone who's in the group, Finn, she runs a dress company here in the UK called New Day Originals. They do ship around the world. And she has created cotton dresses in really high quality, sustainable cottons that are made to go from the office to the evening. So they're all round dresses and they are also cut to flatter lots and lots of body shapes. So she's got dresses that really suit you if you've got big boobs that cinch you in at the waist, if you've got curves on the bottom half. But the key thing is Finn uses this fabric. She uses this top quality cotton that's sustainable, that is lovely and cool in summer. She's got lots and lots of prints. So she does, you know, jungle prints. She does polka dots. She does ikat prints. Loads of beautiful prints to choose from. Loads of beautiful colours to choose from. A really good price point as well. So I would highly recommend having a look at New Day Originals to see what dresses they've got on their website. Really good for looking smart and professional in a hot and humid climate. So that's another idea. I would say as well, it's so it's all about the material. The other thing I would say is to go for a smart linen suit. So linen trousers used to be a bit... Um, kind of sort of I'm clipping I'm doing my gardening today do you know what I mean it's just a bit sort of scruffy and around the house and doing some gardening and doing some errands and all of that but actually style wise they've taken off massively in recent years linen trousers and linen suits there are lots of stores that have really smart and beautiful colors of linen suits that would be nice and cool you could just wear a tank underneath or a vest top so I would say Jigsaw, and I'm pretty sure that they ship to the US or they are in the US. I looked on Nordstrom as well, and they had quite a few options. Saks Fifth Avenue did as well. And, you know, lots of lovely suits. There was actually a natural light leopard print suit I saw in there that was a bit high end by Raquel Allegra. And that would look gorgeous with a white tank and just lots of layered gold jewellery and some heeled sandals. I think that would look amazing really really smart the other thing as well is just linen trousers are very stylish and there are lots of I would go wide leg high-waisted there are lots of pleated waist linen trousers that just look really elegant really smart really pulled together if you put a leather belt on with that that is attention to detail attention to detail always helps you to look a lot smarter and pulled together put your leather tote on so you could maybe have some white linen trousers brown leather belt brown matching leather tote bag brown sandals and then just a white tank top or a pretty blouse you could finish it with that or something that's really on trend in summer at the moment and for smart a really smart look is a tailored waistcoat on the top if you don't really want to show your arms off you could have maybe a cap sleeve t-shirt underneath the tailored blaze of the tailored waistcoat and that with some smart wide linen trousers would be another really good look I do think what Julie says is you know dresses are the way to go as well because dresses are just throw on and cool and you don't have to worry about it 
I do love wide leg trousers though for a stylish, polished and professional look. But I would just stick to cotton and linen dresses and pay attention to the footwear you're wearing. The belts, you know, you can swap out a belt and put a nice leather belt on. Cezanne, the French brand, they do really excellent belts. Really, really nice. I would also go to Cos and J Crew for linen wide loose trousers. I would go to Bowden for leopard print and snake print uh, ballet flats. I would go to Cezanne for gold sandals, but I think metallic sandals really come into their own and look beautiful in the sunshine and they look really nice with linen. It just finishes it off and just gives it a bit more polish or just brown leather sandals as well. They look really fantastic too. I would finish all of this with a red lip. So, you know, the, I was going to recommend as well, Anthropology are great for cotton and linen dresses. And I know that they're, they're a US company um, and they're here in the UK too. For anyone listening around the world, they are worldwide shippers. So Anthropology for dresses, really, really good. Also for cotton trousers, white jeans would be really good too. I think white jeans are a lovely look. And I think finish all this with a red lip. Red fingernails, a red lip, the devil really is in the details, accessorising and adding that polish. So when you put a red lipstick on, you just look like you're really finished and you're polished. So I hope that was helpful, Melissa and Julie there for looking smart and professional in a hot, humid climate. Next up, we've got Sophie Pfeiffer. Sophie is actually, uh, she's a really good friend of mine. So I've known Sophie for years. We know each other's, our children know each other and we go on holiday together. I know Sophie very well. And Sophie's asked the question, what can I wear for a date night when I'm the wrong side of 40? I want to look sexy, but not trashy or too try hard. Sophie, I've got a few ideas. Now, I know that you love a leather skirt and that would be my top tip. A pencil leather skirt is just really sexy. Leather is sexy. If not, if you're not a skirt person, I would go for leather leggings because they can be worn for many, many different events. And, you know, you can chuck a chunky jumper on it and boots and wear them in the day. But in the evening, leather leggings you can wear with some heels and a blazer and a silk blouse. And I think just something sexy like that. I think as well... If you think about which part of your body you really like, and anyone listening as well, you know, do you like your cleavage? Have you got a really nice decolletage here? I mean, I personally don't. I don't like having my sort of upper chest on show because I've got bad sun damage and I'm self-conscious of it. So I like my legs. So I would opt for a short leather mini skirt. And I don't care that I'm the wrong side of 40 because I like my legs. And I'll maybe put some tights on, maybe some polka dot sheer tights with that, or even some long boots. And that would make me feel sexy. And I'd put something, if I'm doing something fitted on the bottom half, I would do something looser on the top half and more low key to bring it down a notch. Um, so I think definitely a leather skirt for you, Sophie. And I know you're, you're good at that with some heels as well, maybe some sparkly heels. That would be really nice. If you wanted to go even more low key, you could do a pair of jeans, but with a really pretty top. So you could have like a really sexy slip top, you know, the type I mean with lace here. So almost like a camisole and some jewellery. I think that would be lovely. Throw on a blazer, some really nice heels. I think that's a lovely date night look. 
there are lots of bustiers and off-the-shoulder tops in, in the shops at the moment, get my words out, that look good with jeans. So that's quite a nice high-low outfit as well. So it's something glamorous paired with something a bit more low-key so you don't look too try-hard. And then it's a nicely balanced outfit, but you're still making an effort and you're still wearing something that is sexy. I mean, I just think you can't go wrong with a little black dress. I think bodycon fitted if you're doing date night then that really makes sense to me you know to, to fit into a dress find a dress that really fits you like a glove that you feel confident in with some heels boom you're done so I'm trying to think of some brands that I like but a little black dress I think Karen Millen actually online they do some really good fitted little black dresses that aren't that expensive I know in the shops at the moment there's lots and lots of oversized everything is oversized but you could wear like a slinky kind of tube dress and throw on an oversized blazer with some heels that would actually be a really really cool look so for your petite as well so I would say do look at Karen Millen because they have a petite range but also warehouse as well just for a really nice fitted dress that makes you feel a million dollars um, I also really like, I mentioned bustier tops and corset tops because they're sexy or like a camisole top. I think that would go really beautifully with a pair of tailored wide leg trousers and that would be a really elegant look with a clutch bag. And then obviously you, you throw a blazer over the top until you get there or maybe a suede jacket or a little leather jacket with the tailored trousers and a sexy top. I think that would be really nice too. That's for more of a, an elevated venue. I would say um, and then I've written down here as well bodycon but also a knit dress so as it gets really cold into January February March you know a bodycon knitted dress would be really nice with long boots underneath and some jewellery I think that's a really nice outfit for a date night I got a really lovely kind of like chocolate brown fitted knitted dress last year from Massimo Dutti Massimo Dutti they do really nice knitted dresses and so do Reese as well I also really like for nights out date nights out a jumpsuit I just think they look great they're a pain when you go to the loo but Reese do really smart jumpsuits so that would be another idea for date night but really my top thing would be a leather skirt or leather leggings with a blazer and a nice top leather skirts I would look at uh, whistles I've got the whistles leather skirt that I've had for years they still roll it out every season because it's so popular. It's probably one of the most worn items in my whole wardrobe. I find them really versatile. I wear them with a jumper, thick tights and boots when it's cold in the winter. Or when I get invited on a night out, I'll wear my leather skirt with thinner tights and some heels and a little top and you're done. So that would be my top tip. Okay, I hope that was useful. Moving on now to the final lady, who is Laura Taylor, who is my gorgeous assistant. She helps me out in the Facebook group. She's been working with me for a few years now. I went up to Liverpool to see her a while ago. I've met her in person a couple of times, but we work a lot online. She's based in Liverpool and I'm based in London. Hello, Laura, if you're listening. So, Laura, you were asking about how do you create a hybrid wardrobe? What pieces do you need in a hybrid working from home wardrobe? So what she's talking about is the fact that a lot of us now work from home, but we have to go into the office. I don't because I don't have an office. This is my office I'm in now at home. But 
you know, you have to go into the office and, you know, what should your wardrobe contain? So I think that now wardrobes, you used to have very clear separate wardrobes. You would have event outfits, you would have going to work outfits, then you would have weekend outfits. The going to work used to be, I'm talking pre-pandemic, suits, you know, smart things, silk, stuff that you wouldn't wear when you're at home event outfits so things that you only wear when you're going to read you know something sparkly you know we hardly have that kind of wardrobe anymore everything has flowed into one and we need our wardrobes to work for every single day of the week so I think we're probably hopefully wearing more of our wardrobe more of the time because things have become more casual and you don't need to have that segregation so much so you know during the pandemic, we did athleisure. Everyone was doing jogging bottoms and tops. and It went really, really casual. People now definitely want to dress up a bit more. I myself really enjoy the whole process of getting up in the morning, knowing I'm going to see a client to go shopping, take my client personal shopping, or I go to their house and edit their wardrobe. I will definitely get more dressed up when I do that. Something I wore last week when I edited a client's wardrobe over in Farnborough, I, I got some really lovely wide sort of flared knitted hazelnut brown trousers from Cezanne. They look like flares. They're the most comfortable thing I've ever worn. I wore those with some, with some um, heeled boots that I had that I always take off when I get to the client's house, but I had some lovely heeled patent brown boots from Cezanne as well. And you can see those boots on my Instagram today, actually, at Lise Gilby Stylist. That's L-I-S-E-G-I-L-L-B-E, at Lise Gilby Stylist over on Instagram. So my new patent boots from Suzanne, these really comfortable flared trousers. I wore those just with a t-shirt and a jacket over the top. And that kind of thing is really good for still looking elevated, but being really comfortable. Another brand that does really high level athleisure that you would feel comfortable you know wearing at home and then going into the office is Varley so they do really lovely jumpsuits that are just made from premium jersey material and you could definitely wear those even you know Ugg boots are definitely acceptable now not if you're going into an office you'd have to probably change your shoes but Ugg boots are really on trend so that would be a lovely piece to have to be comfortable working from home I would also recommend jumper dresses again. So jumper dresses because they are so comfy, keep you warm and, you know, you can get a nice colourful one that looks good on Zoom as well. And actually then if you add some knee-high boots under the jumper dress, you can then easily transition that look into going into the office. So look at Massimo Dutti. I know that Suzanne have a lot of jumper dresses, so check them out as well. And me and M, they have a lot of knitted knitted dresses. This is higher end, so they look really good and they'd work comfortably at home as well. And also, you know, Oasis Online, Warehouse Online, they all have jumper dresses. So the high street is awash with jumper dresses at the moment. And I think that's a really easy working from home look. Hybrid, then you have to nip into the office, put some boots on, you're done. The other brand I wanted to mention today was by 11 so by 11 the owners have been the founders of by 11 have been on the podcast before and they are nailing the look so they 
they wear a lot of jogging bottoms, but they show you on their website and on their Instagram how to dress it up. So really good hybrid dressing. Adding on a blazer, they sometimes add on a vintage blazer, a cap, they add accessories. I mean, they are a really, they're a really good brand to go and look at and watch if you want to nail hybrid, working from home, dressing, and you want to dress up the more sort of casual pieces that are then appropriate for going into an office. So Buy11, also Liverpool-based brand, check them out. Um, and then dresses, I would say again, just to finish, I know it's obvious, but dresses are just your friend, you know. There are lots of cord dresses. Corduroy is having a big moment right now. Still a bit of a 70s trend going on. So I've got a gorgeous corduroy dress from Baum and Fur Garden. I got, got it from White Feather Boutique in Hernhill here in South London. But there are lots of corduroy dresses around. Bowden have got some fab ones, actually, some shirt dresses that are cord and they belt. So they give you a nice waist, waist definition. And that kind of thing looks great with long boots underneath. They've got a really lovely forest green one. Laura, I know you really suit forest green. You are winter coloring. So check out Bowden's dresses because something like that you can wear in the house or you could have in your wardrobe, just wear in the house if you're just at home all day, but then it's there to be used again if you want to go into an office. It's still smart. You know, dresses are just throw on and easy. So jumper dresses we can't wear all year round because it's mild and, you know, you don't want to be hot and uncomfortable. So go for a cord dress or check out Wise as well. That's another brand that does a lot of corduroy dresses, W-Y-S-E. I've seen a bit obsessed with corduroy. I don't mean to be obsessed. It's just it's in the shops at the moment and it's something that's been on my mind. I'm really enjoying corduroy. I really want a pair of wide chocolate brown cord flares as well that's on my wish list but yeah dresses that dresses get you everywhere if in doubt wear a dress then if you get invited to an evening thing if you've got a couple of nice dresses you're sorted as well so they would be my solutions barley by 11 you know knitted dresses dresses and then change your footwear i hope that was useful this week and Next week, I'm going to have a guest, which is exciting. I do love having guests on the podcast. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm going to have some influencers coming on the podcast to talk about their style and talk about their own personal style stories. So I'm looking forward to that. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening and a very quick shout out to some recent reviews I've had. Thank you ladies for taking the time to review this podcast. It really means the world to me. Thanks to Zena Everett, particularly to Chestnut Gold and Professional 85 as well. Chestnut Gold has written a great review saying Lisa makes style achievable for all of us. So I'm so glad that that's helping. Um, please do take a moment to hit the follow button and to leave me a review as well. It helps me get up the charts. I've just realised as well that I am in the top 2% of podcasts globally, which is incredible. I would love to get in the top 1%, always reaching for the stars. Please do leave me a review. Thanks for listening. Hope that was useful and I'll see you next week.